Hi, and welcome to High Tea Time, where we uh, drink tea and wait for the edibles to kick in. That is exactly what we're doing, and today's tea looks delicious. It sounded delicious. What it is it? It smelled delicious. I don't know. Uh, it is Cream Earl Grey. Uh, we're back to Earl Grey. Last we time are. We had a different black tea, but this time we have an Earl Grey. It is from Crescent Moon Teas. It is a custom blended tea, and I got that in Tacoma, Washington. They have a website, in case you're interested. Also, we will be consuming beverages, so if you have auditory issues with that, don't listen. Yeah, don't listen. It's also pretty good. Oh my god, this is amazing. This is definitely better than the regular Earl Grey. The right, the what? The the just Earl Grey. Oh well, so I feel like we shouldn't compare that because I made a very bad batch of tea. I've had Earl Grey before. Oh okay, just general Earl Grey. I, I like this a little bit better. Okay. Um, I feel yeah. like I need to bring back the original Earl Grey I got and retry it because I feel like we didn't give it a good enough. That's fair. We okay. definitely do that again. But no, this is so. This has like a nice kind of light. It's light tea. Yeah. It's not as uh, heavy as a normal Earl Grey. It's got um, a brightness to it, a creaminess to a it. A creaminess to it, yeah. The flavor kind of blends a little bit more, I guess you'd say. It makes it creamier, so nothing specifically sticks out. Yeah, um, it's Other than it's Earl Grey. It's, very, yeah. it's a smooth Earl Grey. And it was steep the appropriate amount of time, I think. There's really not even bitterness. Yeah, I'm getting better at tea. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've been doing it every week for several weeks now. <laughs> it helps. Yay. Practice. So, last week we watched The Battle, which was a Frankie episode, and I really liked the episode. Um, getting the memory banks of my memory. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was a good episode. So, it turns out that Picard, uh, although he is a hero in the Federation and is an amazing pilot and does amazing things and is a great old captain, um, in the Ferengi mind he was a bad guy and somebody wanted revenge yeah uh specifically uh one ferengi hated him because he killed his son oh yeah you know what fair and, and that was a revenge episode fair um it was made to look like picard was doing something bad so it would be you know more understandable why the ferengi yeah. would want revenge so to destroy captain picard's credit and uh legacy Okay, but like that was false, right? Yeah, it was false. False they flag operation. Their... Yeah. He did a false flag operation. Oh shit, I don't even want to say that because like it's had such a bad <laughs> connotation in my mind that I'm just like, wait, that was a bad joke. And then there was uh, the first officer of the friendship said specifically, there is no profit in this endeavor. Oh yeah. Specifically, basically just doing the phrase that there is no profit in revenge. And there is no profit in revenge. Yeah. So it was nice that even the Ferengis, like, turn against their Ferengi person. Like, nah, he he should have done that for good. I really liked at the end that they showed that Ferengi had their own moral code and they were following it. Yeah. I really, I felt like that was a very generous thing to give the Ferengi people. I agree, and it's nice that they, they did that, I think. Mm-hmm. They just aren't keeping them just a black and white bad guy yeah i really like that it's it's interesting because like i know that they become more in more part of the storyline in deep space nine um than they do in in the next generation oh huge yeah yeah huge difference i'm excited for the borg oh yeah i just recently rewatched uh the borg story arc i really remember the borg being like really good bad guys they are they're iconic yeah uh there's a There's an old magic card. Like, I I used to... I hate 
the game Magic the Gathering, like, with a fiery passion. Yeah. Hot take. Hot take. It's mostly because the people who play it are generally terrible people. Um, that's not a, a blanket statement. That's just the people who I've experienced okay. who played it. So you're not stereotyping. I'm trying really trying hard not to, not to okay. stereotype. I used to work at a comic book store, and at the comic book store, I would run the cashier for Friday Night Magic, and it was literally the worst night to run the cashier because, like, you have a bunch of smelly people trying to buy bags of chips for 50 cents with nickels. Oof. Yeah, it was terrible, and uh, it was a very small shop, and there were a lot of people in there, and they all smelled bad. Makes me not want to run a gaming shop. <sighs> also, there's almost no profit in it. Oh my god, there's no... Yes, like, I, like, I don't think I got paid money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's hard, but man, it'd be fun. It was uh, like I don't get me wrong. I absolutely loved my times behind the counter in my comic book store. I met a lot of cool friends. Like it was really fun. It just it was also really weird. And the dude who was running it was trying to build a weird harem of like female presenting people to run the shop, and it was just really gross. And there's a lot of weird connotations to that whole experience. It's not good. Topic change. What so, up? <laughs> uh, we changed Captain Picard's subclass. Oh, we did. So uh, he's still a fighter. Uh, um, well, actually, technically, it's a subclass of a wizard. Really, Blade the Blade Singer. So yeah, Blade Singer is a subclass. Of, so it's like a wizard fighter, which does yeah. fit Captain Picard very much, though. Yeah, you and could also call him an Eldritch Knight for Fifth Edition. Um, oh, is that the, new? Yeah, and that's a fighter base with wizard sorcerer um, undertones. I know Fifth Edition just released like um, new not chromatic dragons but gym dragons and so you can oh yeah gym dragon i haven't looked at any of the new dragon stuff me either but like my friend looks at it and it sounds amazing yeah i remember in third edition they had a bunch of that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. i really i want to get gaming play D &D again i miss D &D. I would like to actually play i only run things yeah someone told me they were going to run a campaign and spend months oh wow that happens quite often i know (laughs) It's so frustrating. I have this this way of like I will I will shotgun D and D games. So I'm like I'm ready to play D and D again, and then I'll talk about playing D and D with like ten people and hope that one game runs. <laughs> Those even then, as an adult, it's hard to get that to work. It's so hard. Well, and especially with my schedule. Yeah, but uh, if it's important to you, you, you do schedule it. Yeah, no, you make time for it. One hundred percent. Yeah, and I need to to make sure I'm scheduling time for D and D. I just. It was a thing. No, I guess I could always run a game for fun, but that doesn't help me play in a game. No, it doesn't. This helps you have a game. There was Darb that would mm-hmm. run a game for us, mm-hmm. but he's super busy. He had to drop out of my D&D game. If he cares about it, he'll make time. He, he might do it for me. I'll ask him. <laughs> but he cut it off. For, he cut out his regular game that he was running, too. Mm. So I don't know if he has time to run a game because he cut off his Never previous mind. game. Never mind. No, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him for you. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. Yeah, a little bit for me. <laughs> but if it was just for me, I wouldn't be asking. Okay. But anyways, yeah, so I decided uh, Captain Picard is more of a blade singer because his, they showed the Picard maneuver. Oh, my and God. It's like, the it's like mirror maneuver. image. Yeah. So in case you don't know anything about Dungeons & Dragons or The Next Generation, you're going to be very lost in this conversation. So the Picard maneuver, and I want to just explain it to see if I understand it very All well. Right. This is for me. Um, is so he goes into hyperdrive and then real quick hits the brakes and then appears behind the via the, the, the like starship. Not necessarily behind, just another image. It's just another image. So yeah. like so it appears that he's in two places at once because of how time and space work and the regular perception of 
uh, humanoid eyes. Ninety-five percent correct. Oh, sweet! That's, um, that's, it's not hyperspace. That's a, that's right. It's warp drive. It's oh going into warp. shit! I'm so sorry. Hyper, hyperspace is Star Star Trek Star Wars. So and there's work, not a difference. It's just a different word. They work differently. How do they work differently? Please don't explain that to me. Okay, I won't. <laughs> um, but the warp drive is actually a theoretical possibility in science. I mean, everything's a theoretical possibility. No, no, that's not true. Like we just don't have the power. There is a art or an article years and years ago that we needed to zero point energy to be able to manifest the power it would take to drive the a warp drive. Yeah, and there's probably an article about the probability to have the improbability drive, but Except Star Trek is actually informed science. Fine. There's evidence of having done this in design. Well, is improbability drive chaos science? Otherwise known as humorous science, otherwise known as comedic books. And therefore not real science. Damn it. I want comedic science to be a, a part of science. Maybe it can be. I'm not sure. I don't know I it very well. So anyways, yeah, he's a blade singer now. Mm, so mm. he can do some magic and he can be a fighter. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. And that, that really fits with with his type. Usually we go through the adventuring party and we're like decide what kind of like stereotype or something that they fall into an arc uh, an archetype, if you will. So we, yeah, we uh, speak... I can we can list a couple. What? Uh, let's see. Uh, Beverly did her doctor thing. Like headaches don't exist. I That's the only reason for a headache. There's no problem with you. They eventually found out why he was having headaches. Yeah, because but... he was being uh, telepathically controlled by a weird globe. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. I like weird clothes. They're fun. Yeah, so she was like amazing cleric. Like, this is a good Beverly and Picard episode. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I really like the dynamic between them. I really liked the f- cheeky way that they, they work together. Was was pleasing. Yeah. I was about to nod my head, and uh, that doesn't translate to podcasts. Mm. I'm trying to, like, sip my tea so that I can get my leaves in there. Oh, Yeah. Because we do le- tea readings. We do tea readings to kind of decide. One of us is better at it than others. It's not me. I've had more practice. Also, yeah. did you do drama in high school? I took one Shakespeare class. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I was just a dramatic kid, so being in drama was just... It happened. Yeah. Spontaneously. I bat on the stage stuff for Guys and Dolls. Nice! I always love my crew. Crew, crew, like, like I would, a play would not run without a crew. That's true. Yeah, no, uh, so my best friend was props master uh, for, for their high school, for his high school, and uh, I was in a different high school. Oh. <laughs> but I did play, like, I was acting. Wesley did the whole, I'm Is a tech, an... tech, tech wizard. Oh, tech yeah, sor- yeah, he showed up and he's like, hi, I'm Boy Wonder, and I fixed, look, okay, so I took... Okay, so I made it so that our sensors can read farther into space. Isn't that cool? And it sent something. And the Picard's like, fucker, dude. Like, literally, this protocol. Like, send me a memo. I don't have fucking time for you to run to the bridge every time you do something dumb. Yeah, so it's like, you should have just called because it could have damaged the ship. Yeah, just fucking send me a memo. Like, there's a protocol for this. Yeah. And I didn't read the books. And called him out. Like, you only did it because you wanted to see the Ferengi beam aboard. Yeah, which is uh, 100% a move I would do. Yeah, and it's exactly what he did. <laughs> and uh, I noted for the first time that he didn't leave the bridge. Oh, after no, being... he was like, yeah, no, totally. I did that just so I could see the Frankie yeah. board. Also, guess what? I get to do it. And I had never noticed that he actually stayed on the bridge. So that was a new little 
nugget for me yeah uh like i i am always like uh so i tend to waffle on like my opinion of captain picard and i tend to waffle on my opinion of wesley because sometimes i'm like he's a lovable scamp and sometimes i'm like oh he's an annoying fucking existence I didn't do very well at drinking my tea without drinking the tea leaves. Oh, no. Well, like, so one of the things that I like about this is that it has, it almost looks like dandelion fluff in it. Oh, yeah. And, like, so it's hard because, like, they, they want to, like, sync up together. So my tea leaves look like, you know those dancing flowers in Fantasia? No, never watched it. Oh, neither did I, but I've seen clips. Oh, well, I've probably seen them. Okay. I've seen a lot of clips. Well, also, like, uh, they did Speaking Dancing Flowers and um, Alice in Wonderland, and I might be superimposing those two images over. No. Well, I definitely remember Alice in Wonderland I feel ones. like, like, I have a little, a little flower of the Alice in Wonderland peeps, and it's cute, and it's sitting cross-legged in, like, a lotus position. And so I think I'm going to have a peaceful episode. All right. I have one little piece that's standing straight. I think someone's going to stand alone. Ooh, I like that interpretation. I realize that we do not take pictures of like our tea leaves. We don't. So I'm gonna start doing that. Oh, I'm so bad at photos when I'm high. Are you high yet? A little bit. Not, oh, okay. Not like, not a lot, but enough that I'm just like. Well, I'm also just tired and a little discombobulated today. Yeah, we had long weekends. Mm-hmm. You can take a picture of mine too. Oh no, I'm bad at photos. Oh. You take a picture of your... Wait, I can't. Just, the phone is being used. Use my phone. Okay. Click the button. Alright, so you gotta entertain people while I do this. Oh, shit. We're not just gonna edit this out? Why wouldn't we just edit this out? Because time. <laughs> uh, so generally, our our high tea times are a little bit more informal, and so we don't really edit them. <laughs> not as much, no. Not as much as we do edit the podcast, which we do edit quite a bit. Yeah. Well, let's see. Who else did stuff? Wesley found the signal that was affecting Captain Picard. Yes. And uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That, that was his two things. No one else really did anything. Uh, Riker had to deal with, uh, do we take Picard? Like, how do we deal with Picard? Yeah, because Picard he's... was having a bad PTSD day, PTSD yeah. day because he was trapped in the PTSD trap. And I really liked how the ship dealt with that. Like, they were really supportive, but also understanding, but also, like, you know, like, like they, like, yo, we understand that you're going through a, a thing, um, but you're not, you're not fit for duty. Like, you're not fit to be captain while you're doing this. Like, what can we do to support you so that you can move through this, but also support the ship? It was, I feel like it was, like, a really good benchmark for how we should treat people who are having, like, emotional issues in leadership. Yeah. I agree. There's also the angle that they had to potentially take him into custody because yeah. he may have been uh, a guy that lied on his reports uh, in the Stargazer incident. Yeah. And so they knew, like, in two days, if they didn't find the real answer, that Picard would just basically be arrest arrested and yeah. they would have to put him in chains. And they were going to do that. Yeah. Every indication was they got two days, then we will do this if we're told to. Which I really, I think that's a... Is a really logical and good way of dealing with things of like hey i my friend who i love might be a bad dude so i'm gonna try to find out if if he's a bad dude or not and like look at the evidence and understand that sometimes your friends are bad dudes yep it's just a hard lesson 
And then Data did one thing that you mentioned that kind of highlights him being like the wizard analytical researcher guy. Was Data? Was he a wizard? I forget. Yeah, Data's a wizard because yeah. he's, he's book he's book magic. Book magic. Where uh, uh, Wesley is a uh, is born magic. It's yeah. an innate ability. He's a sorcerer, a sasser, if you will. So everyone assumed Picard's innocence, and Data didn't assume, didn't put any connotations he on. He's really neutral. He's very neutral, and he point out that oh we now we have evidence that the log was faked and everyone like we know that data yeah we've, we we all assumed it was faked it's like yeah but now we have evidence to go on our assumption yeah and so that was just a nice little analytical moment i guess yeah it was pretty cool i liked it it's a it's a good episode i um i am pro star trek today excellent good experience <laughs> Well, we're at like five to three on Picard liking. I think it was. I was. It was those... no. It was like it was like four to three. It was like right one... now, but we watched an episode after that. Oh shit! So it is five to three. So it is not five to three. It's slowly creeping up. And... It is creeping up. Yeah. Um. Part of me is like maybe he'll be an asshole in this episode, so I can hate him again, and then I don't know why I want to. Sometimes it's just fun to like. Like that's why you have heels and like wrestling. It's comes on. It's just fun to hate on yeah. a bad guy. This next episode has. Uh, oh, it's Q! It's, it's a, a Q, Q episode! episode. Yeah. Oh my god, so there is somebody to root against. There is a heel. Yep. I'm so, excited! So, I guess we'll talk about the next episode in our full episode, and yeah. this will probably be the end of High Tea Time. This, this is the end. Usually, we the end of High Tea Time is when we read our tea leaves, but... But then we talked a lot after that. And <laughs> we didn't do that. Didn't do that. That's and okay. uh, some of it ha- will be edited out, for sure. Or not. No, some of this being edited out. Find out. <laughs> Watch our, go to our Patreon. Yeah. Of course, if you're listening to this, you probably know about our Patreon because it's probably on the Patreon. But, uh, you, know, you never know. We we have not published anything yet, so we're not exactly sure what we're doing. So yeah. we're kind of like guessing at this point. It's pretty neat. It's fun. I like predicting the future. Yeah. But we have uh, edited two episodes now. Yeah. Uh, it went pretty fast. Uh, the second episode isn't completed. No, we still have to review our edits. Yeah, I need to. I, we need to cut like five minutes off one. Yeah, I would like to cut five minutes, but if we don't, if we can't, then there it's is fine. a there is definitely a part that I can, that we can cut. Okay. I just haven't gotten the timestamps for you. Okay, that'll be good. Okay. <laughs> now I've already started on episode three. Yeah. Because so. Beagle is amazing. We now have a deadline, a timeline that we want to meet. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not going to say out loud because... Because I don't don't know. I don't think we're going to make it, but I really want to go for it. Yeah. Uh, With that... uh... Oh, yeah. So go to our Patreon slash High Trek. Or you could probably just Google High Trek Patreon and you'll find it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'll make it search optimized. Oh, sweet. That's amazing. As much as I can. Yeah. All right. So thank you for listening to High Time. Uh... Listen to the the actual episode where we don't drink tea and we talk about the in-depth long episode. This is just our fun recap and our talk about Dungeons and Dragons and other things. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter sometimes. Yeah, Harry Potter. That was that was the topic I'm, for last session. I'm trying to decide if I want to like bring in the Myers Briggs test to this, but I don't think I, I have enough information on the Myers Briggs test to like adequately uh, put everyone in different. Like, I sure as hell don't. Yeah. I don't even know mine. I've taken it a couple times in my life. Oh, uh, I, I know that I'm the architect. I don't know what my letters are. Oh, yeah. It's those like, letters confuse me. Tell people, like, I'm a blah, blah, blah. Like, no, I'm I like think a, it, I that, think I'm that, like that. I in, like, so I'm an introverted something, judgmental something. It's not feeling or whatever. It's the opposite of that. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, fuck if I know. Anyway, I'm a Slytherin. <laughs> I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> and this has been High Tea Time. Goodbye.